Welcome to the Anime Backlog, a podcast featuring three weebs forcing each other to finally watch each other's anime recommendations. A note that episodes will contain spoilers about that week's featured anime and will have explicit language. You can follow the show for updates on Twitter at the Anime Backlog. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And welcome back to the Anime Backlog Podcast, where me, Marcus, Nick, and Dan watch a bunch of anime that we haven't seen before that one of us has. Sometimes not. Episode four is great. (laughs) (laughs) This week, I will be the host, and I will be recommending the assignment for Dan and Nick to watch. So before we get into it, do you guys have any guesses of what it might be? I'm really tempted to go back to that cyberpunk well, because I yeah. think that one's coming sooner or later. Edge so Runners think, would be a good one. I think Edge Runners will be my guess. Is that your guess too, Dan? I just don't have anything else popping up right now. I think Edge Runners is a, a solid, solid pick. Well, good job, you guys. You're wrong. It's not Edge Runners. So. The anime I have actually picked this time, I chose this one this week because not only have neither of you seen it, apparently neither of you have even heard of it. So this week, we will be watching the first six episodes of K. It's just called K. Just the letter K. Ah, okay. I have seen the cover but i've never heard anything about it so i i put a one because i knew nothing about it plot wise at all so you knew we knew nothing about it and you still tried to trivia us into seeing if we knew what you were going to suggest you might have had a guess (laughs) you might have been like oh well this one's marked as no Uh, one's seen it so marcus is gonna pick that one there is the master spreadsheet we could have referenced and tried to pull this one out of a hat exactly so it's not cheating you have the same resources i have daniel (laughs) All right. We have the same 24 hours, Marcus. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, K is the story about Yashiro Isuna. He's just a regular dude with a very regular life. Um, The only thing kind of irregular about it is that the city he lives in, it's kind of a technologically advanced city. It's not like far future sci-fi by any means. Just think like slightly advanced Tokyo kind of thing. There's nothing really extraordinary going on for him. He's just a normal high school dude living his life and everything is just kind of plain Jane. That is until a video of him starts circulating and in the video, he kills a guy. He commits a murder. Okay. The big problem with this is that Yashiro has no recollection of killing anyone at all. But unfortunately for him, not everybody is buying that story. On top of that, it turns out the person that was murdered, quote-unquote, by him was Tatara Tatsuka, who is a prominent member of a group-slash-gang known as Hamra, also known as the Red Clan. 
Now, the Red Clan is led by the Red King. In this world, we find that there's kind of this behind-the-shadows underground pack of organizations that are all led by a king of a various color. Each king has magical powers, and if people come into their fold, they can grant them magical abilities as well. Now, in the video, Yashiro's doppelganger dubs himself the Colorless King and basically declares war on all seven of the other gangs slash organizations and kings. This pits all of them against Yashiro, even though he only killed, quote-unquote, a member of the Red Clan, him declaring war on everybody has everybody after his neck. Now Yashiro has the whole city against him. He's wanted for murder, even without the clan thing, because it's a video of him killing a person. And it seems that there's a larger conspiracy that may be unfolding and at work here. And that is K. Interesting. Right. So for this, I'm not going to make you guys watch uh, the whole thing. There is, I will be honest with you, a lot to this. So the first season is 13 episodes. Then after that, there's a bunch, there's like two movies, a few OVAs, and then kind of a sequel series, sort of in the same vein as um, Megalobox did with Nomad, where it's like the first thing kind of wraps up, and then there's other stuff after. Hmm. So for this, you guys will be watching the first six episodes of K. It's one of those ones where I don't know how either of you are going to feel about it, really. But it is one that I surprisingly enjoyed. I watched it on a whim. It was kind of one of those I was just scrolling through looking for something to watch. I laughed that the title was only the letter K. <laughs> and I just hit play. And I ended up really enjoying it. And I ended up kind of devouring the rest of the supplemental stuff. Like the movies. Uh, there's another series called um, K Return of Kings. Which is kind of a it's kind of a sequel series, kind of not. It's hard to explain without ruining anything, so I'm not going to get too far into it. Um, but then there's also what's called K, the Seven Stories, and that one's kind of just like a, uh, kind of like a prequel slash in-depth look at the seven different kings kind of thing. Hmm. But yeah, it's one that I just really enjoyed, and... I know not a lot of people have heard of it. I've never seen many people talking about it that much. So it might not be as great as I'm remembering, but it holds a special place in my heart. It does have a 7.4, 7.44 on Mal. So at best, it's mid. <laughs> or at worst, it's mid, whatever. It's at worst. Yeah. It's pretty popular on Mal, though. It's a top 250 reviewed show in terms of number of people who've ranked it so really? it seems relatively popular i had never heard of this I, I, other than i have vague memories of maybe marcus mentioning it at a brunch the things discussed over brunch <laughs> yeah so for the viewers viewers listeners at home every sunday me dan nick and a few other friends we go to brunch and by brunch i mean we usually go to a local indian restaurant and eat the buffet and that's that's we our Sunday the entire brunch. buffet. The buffet is gone. We consume it's done. it. Done. They just quake I, when they see us coming. I eat all the chana. I eat all the tandoori chicken. The tikka saga is gone. 
all of it. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's K. Um, otherwise known, the K stands for Kings is the unofficial title, but it is just called K. Um, I believe you can find this streaming. I watched it on Netflix. It's back many places. It's on Amazon, Crunchyroll, Funimation, if anyone still has it, Hulu, <laughs> and Peacock. <laughs> when, so you when, have a wealth of options. When did this come out? I want to say 2014. Uh, uh, let me 2012. Look. 20, 2012. Really? I was yeah. at the height of my anime, like, depression binge watching phase i think (laughs) (laughs) i mean we all had slash have one of those oh yeah 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 i I filled the void with japanese cartoons by the way uh listeners this is our way of avoiding therapy so just letting you all in on that (laughs) this is therapy yeah this podcast is our therapy it's cheaper than (laughs) copays yeah no joke (laughs) all right well i'm I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm, cu- I'm curious. Really? And I, I wanted to do only six episodes because you'll get a feel pretty quick for this. But also, I feel like we've done a lot of 12 episoders recently. So I think you'll get a good feel. And I think it will be in a place. There's no, I will say there's no good place to end in the middle as far as this assignment goes. Oh, oh there's no obvious arc ending or anything. Yes and no. It's kind of one of those where each episode ends on a high point that could be a good cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. I I hate when shows do that on every single episode. Doing that occasionally is fine, but don't do it every episode. It's not high stakes, though. It's not like high stakes cliffhanger. It's not like a, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch the next one. It's just kind of like a, oh, that's an interesting development (laughs) kind of thing. I do appreciate shows that at least every couple episodes will have a ending that's kind of like, all right, and now this current th- part is in a nice little bow and we'll move on to the next thing next episode. I like I like when shows do that mm-hmm. instead of always putting that somewhere in the middle of the episode. Yeah, this this one's not like a high stakes ending like like every episode of Promise Neverland season one where every episode is like, holy shit, what's going to happen next? Or fucking <clears throat> Decadence where it's like, oh, this could have been a season finale. This isn't like that. It's just more of like you learn more about the mystery. And so you get more clues or you get new information okay. kind of thing. And I've got you. It's just not my preference. I like shows that occasionally mm-hmm. will take a, an episode to be like, and breathe. I will say, I Interesting. again, I don't know how either of you are going to feel about this one. I really mostly picked it because neither of you have heard of it. So it's yeah. going in completely unaware. And I thought that'd be an interesting take for this time. Well, I'm okay. excited. It looks interesting enough, and it's kind of right in that mal range where it's like I've loved stuff at that score and I've hated stuff at that score. So <laughs> who the fuck knows? This could be fun. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fun. that's another part of why I picked it because this is going to be. We'll see. We'll know. Who knows? But otherwise, uh, we'll see you guys for you in a few seconds. For us, probably about a week. Okay, talk to you then. See you on the other side. Take care.
And welcome back to the Anime Backlog Podcast. For you, it's only been about maybe 30 seconds. For us, it's been about a week. I assigned the homies to watch the anime K, which apparently led to some confusion as to what the fuck they were watching because it was hard to find. Yes. But (laughs) we got there. So I'll say we did the first six episodes. Let's just hop right into it. Well, what did you guys think? Uh, before I get started, uh, apologies for saying it's on Crunchyroll. If you're trying to watch along in the first part, it is not on Crunchyroll. The site I have lied to me about it being on there. So apologies for that. Uh, Dan, do you want to go first or should I go first? I think oh, I've gone first. Oh, can, can I give a little disclaimer? No. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the cat girl. I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> I, you, how? I watched this show years ago. And that is not the part that stuck out to me. So whenever it started up, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to they're going to drag me for this one. So in my defense, I forgot. That's that's my little disclaimer. Mm-hmm. That's it. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I've gone first a couple times. Let's, let's start with Nick. Let's see what happens. All right, Marcus, uh, how much nostalgia goggles did you have on when recommending this one to us? Because I personally did not like it at all. Um there was a lot that just never hooked me. Uh, pretty much everything about the show came off as pretty mediocre. The plot never really seemed like it wanted to get going. Nothing gets resolved through six episodes at all. It's just constantly doing this slow, like, ah, we're building, we're building, we're building. But <laughs> I don't really care what they're building to at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nick. <laughs> so, I will oh, say... I- it was not as good on my second watch through as an older person. So. Uh, I hate to say it, but honestly, I enjoyed watching Domestic Girlfriend more because that was made me feel no. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. What a sentence. Are we, did, have we created a monster? Dan, is this what did we make a new a new trash person? I'm down. I love trash. He he sees a mediocre anime and he's like, no 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 no. Let's go back to the trash. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I would have killed for any character on Marie's quality being in this sh- in K because there was just no character I gave a shit about at all. Fair enough. Well, thank you for your kind words, Nick. <laughs> So, and so. I appreciate you holding back as well. So, I was gonna let Nick go first because <laughs> the last couple I've been shitting on—well, not shitting on, but being very critical about—and that will not change. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> I, I thought Nick was gonna come in with the soft hands, but no. <laughs> uh, so let's start with the things I like. Uh, the, I'm, I'm intrigued with the like power system. I thought they were going to go into it because they gave us numbers, uh, falling sword maps all fucked up. And then sure. It's only six episodes. So, so, you know, you can only do so much in that time. And, uh, man, this shit is mid as fuck. God (laughs) damn. I was like, when, because there'd be a glimmer of something interesting going on. Like I said, the power system's fascinating. 
I'm really interested in more of that. And then I am interested in the, the mystery aspect of like who, what the hell's actually going on with this main character as he's going through and realizing that he may or may not be who he thinks he is and all that stuff. So I'm curious about how that goes. Uh, and I know this came out in like what, 2012, something like that. 2012. Yeah. So, and I was trying to chalk that up to the, like the, the, the middling quality and like the animation and sound. Uh, but I was like, man, 2012, what else came out that year? And it's like, oh, a lot of really top-tier shit that still holds up. But Catgirl, what the fuck? So the first <laughs> goddamn episode, the robot, it seems like one of the robots. Okay, that running gag with the, the, the cleaning robots saying crazy shit is fucking hilarious. I, I laughed that. every time. Yeah, that, that was one of the funniest bits in the show. That and then the second episode were Nako and... Um, who am I? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Yashiro. Yeah. Uh, no, not Yashiro. The dude trying to kill him uh, in the second oh, episode. Oh, Kuro. 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 Yeah. It's Kuro Shiro and Neko's and like chase scene were about the only two funny things I found in the entire show. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh no, it's Shiro and Kuro. It's white and black. God damn it. They always do this. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Let's see here. Uh, one, I started off with how does this society function in episode one? Like these people with powers just running around willy nilly, but they they control the government, I guess. Uh, okay. You know, I think they could expand on it. And they obviously have with like the movie and second season and stuff like that. There's but, like three movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like a series. Mm-hmm. But the like, there's weird panning shots where they're trying to do this like actiony bit where they'll pan and follow the action and then it's just they should have practiced more. It looks so weird <laughs> every time they tried to do that. It just ruined the shot for me every yeah. time they tried um, to do their weird panning. <laughs> also, was this a shonen eye? Like was it supposed to be a little on the fruity side cuz this shit got fruity every now and then, which is fine. But they were baiting a little bit. They it was it was baiting the fruit and you know, I, whatever, I'm here for it, but they they also didn't commit, so that made it feel yeah. more like a gag, and then that's not, I don't like the that's, gag part of that's it. That's a number six bit for me. People have heard my my rant about number six multiple times, probably. Yeah, the naked cat lady that nobody talked about, cool, by episode one at least. And then... Yeah, I have a note that just says, naked cat girl, question mark. Yeah, and not just a little <laughs> bit naked. Like they would do lingering panning shots, like in episode two, whenever she goes full full cat lady in in the in the in the flesh. I was like, okay, okay, naked cat lady, all right. You know, I'm not against it, but it's when it's gratuitous, very like male gazy, like yeah. I like also. I loved the uh, total death flag in episode one. to Japan where it just says Japan is at peace what a wonderful country while he's relaxing on the rooftop and I'm like that's just a death flag right there to the entire country and like someone would display their powers and then all the like civilians were like oh okay <laughs> like this man just produced fire from nowhere <sighs> I'm gonna find an alternate route like everyone just seems so nonchalant about all these people's using their powers the music was sparse as fuck and usually pretty goofy like silly silly except for every now and then there'd be like this 
kind of cool hip hoppy rappy bit, and mm-hmm. it kind of fit the vibe. But then it would just go to dead air for a long time, and then goofy music again. Yeah. See, and I the honestly... OP, I was gonna say the OP and ED also I thought were super just mid and mediocre. I didn't get anything oh, I, from I either of those. I hate the ending. Yeah. Although I liked the ending for six, where it was the dude just playing the dude, the guitar, yeah. and I was like, oh. "Yes, that that one was better." I will say I actually like the music within the show, like when it's like going to like the like kind of hip hop piano vibes. I liked that mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I will say, yeah, I so I hadn't watched this since I watched it back in like 2012, 2013. Yeah. So yeah, nostalgia glasses were there, but it was also like a oh shit, neither of them have even heard of this. I've got to assign that one, and then watching through, I was like, I regret my decision. <laughs> yeah, dude, I have all caps. That linger on the hips was something else for episode two. They just hung out. I was like, all right, yes, she's naked. Okay. I will say also this time, I watched the dub this time around hmm. just because I watched the sub before. So I was like, Oh, well second time through, let me watch the dub. There are some fucking heavy hitters in the dub. It is everybody of just a list voice actors. So Yashiro is their Sam Regal from critical role. Uh, Kuro, the black dog is Matt Mercer. Also uh, from critical role. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's his name? The, uh, I can't think of his name. But uh, the head of Spectre 4, that's Patrick Seitz, Garage Hellscream, or Ooh. Endeavor from the My Hero dub. It is a lot of fucking people in this anime. And so even watching it through again and it not holding up as well, I'm like, God damn, how'd they get so many people for this? Money. Honestly, yeah. it sounds like I should have watched the English version because the I didn't find any of the voice acting on the Japanese side all that amazing. Mm, Nostalgia glasses, Nick. I was a younger person. Eyelids, <laughs> eyelids gag on episode two. Whenever they drew on his face after all that chasing, mm. that got me. Whenever he blinked and <laughs> the drawn-on <laughs> eyes, I, I did I, like I, that joke too. Uh, um, and then it was episode three, that barkeep gangster guy, mm-hmm. and then they they busted it a little bit, and he you know loses his shit. And I was like, I I understand. I okay, this is. That character is my self-insert, the very particular one. Oh, I will also say uh, Yata, the skateboarding guy, Mm -hmm. it cracked my shit up, episode one, where it shows him skateboarding, and they animated it in a fisheye lens. That made me lose my goddamn mind. I thought that was so fucking funny. But also, in the dub, I don't know why I've not seen more animes go for it, but he just fucking goes for it. That dude drops F-bombs like crazy and in situations that make sense. So it's like something will blow up and he's like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, yeah, that is how a person would react in that scenario. Yeah. And yep. not just a, oh, sensei, what are you doing, you lovable huckster? Did he drop F-bombs in the sub, Dan? I don't remember him. I don't recall. Other than like shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can't think of many English dubs where they will drop F-bombs or even say shit, mm-hmm. honestly. You might get, like, bastard, damn, 
hell where they like kind of tell that like PG thirteen line, but never just full on like this would be an FCC R rating for a movie because he says fuck so much. Mm-hmm. For that character, that makes sense, mm-hmm. and honestly, probably would have endeared him a little bit more to me, considering I thought uh, Yata and I forget his uh, food loving partner, the glasses uh, guy. I can't think of his name either. Yeah, the two of them I found just kind of weird and annoying most of the time in the sub. Uh, I have in my notes that I described Kuro as a Dollar General Jin from Samurai Champloo. <laughs> <laughs> AliExpress Jin. I could, yeah. I could see that. <clears throat> the only good thing about Kuro was when he would have his little recorder and then play something from his master. That would make me laugh a little bit. But oh, yeah, yeah, I like I that care about him. I like that gag. Yeah, every episode I have a note that says weird music or music all over the place. Weird music. And then, ooh, cool hip-hop. And then weird music again. Uh, and then, the, what? are we going to get some sort of explanation about what the fuck this cat is? Is it real? Is it his king powers manifesting? Like, I mean, I I know don't spoil it, but like, the I lack of explanation. I when I assign part two. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Because they didn't explain it, other than like him kind of offhand mentioning Kuro, like, "Oh, is this your is this your like familiar or whatever they de- described her as?" Here's the thing: it. should I should I spoil it? I can't. No, someone who's okay. listening may have been like, "These motherfuckers are stupid." This That's was fair. amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch episode seven. Um, yeah. And the reason I asked if we should continue to episode seven is because I felt like the show was trying so hard to hook me. And I'm just like, maybe if we give it one more, it'll get there. <laughs> I was curious because the, the mystery was starting to unravel a bit. And, you know, mm-hmm. that was interesting enough. But but unless Yashiro turns out to be Kaiser soze this shit, <laughs> I don't know that I care. <laughs> uh. And I want to spoil so bad, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's a 13-episode first season, and the first season stands alone. You do not have to watch the movies or the follow-up series, OVAs, anything like that. You don't need to. You can if you want to, but you don't need to. So if you're feeling just bored one night, want to take an edible and power through, feel free. But also for our listeners... We live in the state of Illinois. Weed is legal here. Shut up. Just so, disclaimer. <laughs> just disclaimer. We are not promoting illegal activities on the podcast. Eh, take that. Yeah. Nice try, if legal, FBI. If it's legal in your state, go ahead and enjoy. Yeah. If it's not, though, I'm calling the police. I would never do that. <laughs> is that what? a weed? I'm calling the police. <laughs> He's got Beelzebub's cabbage. Get him. Um... Let's see here. Apparently there was a, a really long panty shot in episode five because I noted that, but I don't remember it. So was that's... that in the fight scene at yeah. the school? Yeah, probably. Uh, skateboard <laughs> fighting is weird. Although his fight was uh, choreographed well enough, I thought, with the skateboard. But I was like, this is also this is also stupid. This 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 skateboard crap like just get the bat and just start beating the motherfucker like what are you Man, doing get I, off the get off the fucking skateboard this might be nostalgia glasses but i like the skateboard fights yeah why is not anybody just like kick the shit out of his fucking skateboard as he scoots on by <laughs> just 
Just kick the shit out of it. Throw a stick. Like, wow. My one weakness. A medium-sized <laughs> a <pebble>. stick. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm now separated from my skateboard. Now I can't do anything. Oh, now I can't use my powers. He's not Silver Surfer, you guys. <laughs> like, it's not like he gets away from his board and suddenly he's powerless. Um. Uh. And then, again, six episodes, but they only show the Red King, Blue King... Are there more? Do we care about we see them? Green as well. Green, briefly. like yeah, they like exist, but because because you know, like I said, the the sword of Damocles, whenever they use their power, just hanging out doing their thing, and the number system, and everyone kind of sharing the power of their leader, and but I wanted a little bit more in the like idea that there's like a whole organization of all of these people, and they have all these. I just, wanted I just wanted John more. Wick shit is what you I wanted. just wanted more. Yeah, it's all under the table. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and again, nostalgia glasses. Yeah. So I apologize that you guys didn't like it. Oh, it's much. okay. It's okay. I I I would. I, it's still on my radar to finish someday. I think it's still worthwhile. The mystery is interesting enough, and you know, I'm curious, but like. Just a lot of it's a, it's just a lot of ideas, just not executed in any sort mm-hmm. of like semblance of it, it's anything interesting. <laughs> yeah, and then through six episodes, it doesn't seem to be making any hurry to get there either, which is too bad because when Marcus described it, I thought the concept sounded awesome, mm-hmm. but at least through six episodes, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, six six episode. Why they just let the cat run off? <clears throat> They're like, oh, oh, there she goes, and and super nonchalant about it yeah. too. Yeah, and then, oh well, let's move on. And then you know, this is what the the memory wiping plot they teased it at the end of episode five, where his best friend was was shown the picture of him, and she's like, I don't know who the hell that is. I thought she was just being a G, like <sighs> strange person. I'm watching out for my friend. Like I don't know you. I don't talk to cops. It's like the, thing. the kid in the kid in T two, the bully, where it's like. Do you, do you know this guy? And he's like, I've never seen him. It's like that man saved all of humanity because yeah. he didn't want to tell the truth to the cops. Like, yeah, good. Uh, see, see, that's the lesson we should have learned from Terminator is that we don't tell the truth to the cops. You may save the world. And something uh, interesting about on a ra- random tangent about Terminator that always sticks in my mind is that the Terminator was like, I'm going to come and I'm going to be this like arbiter of the downfall of mankind and an evil thing. Let me be a cop. That <laughs> always sticks with me. Yeah, because you can get people, to, you can manipulate people because you're, you're in a position of power mm-hmm. really easily and just tell people what they, what the, like, hey, I'm commandeering your vehicle. All right, officer. Loud and clear. Go shoot their dog for me. <laughs> um. Oh, red bean martini? Ugh. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, and then her character's design, like she's this like the, the number two super serious. I forgot her name, but she was the blue she's, team's she's knockoff Hawkeye from FMA. Yeah, but then when she's standing in front of his desk, the the king, the blue king's desk, they have this long shot of her really short skirt and cheeky panty outfit, <laughs> and just 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 hung out. For a long time, like not even like 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 ooh, hey, ooh, they have booty cheeks. Not no, it was just 
Yeah, you can measure these. Like, here, take your time, brother. Take your time. <laughs> and enjoy yourself. <laughs> here, this is a picture. This it'll last longer. <laughs> this is what? for we'll the boys. Give you a picture. And yeah, um, don't have to pause any frames. It's just going to be there for yeah, a few there. seconds. <laughs> We're hiding out for fifteen minutes. So this is 2012. There wasn't a pause option. Okay, <laughs> um, so you know, I, I'm interested in this memory wiping plot. Like, I thought it was the cat being jealous or something, because they showed that they had crazy powers mm-hmm. of, like, illusion and stuff. Like, maybe they could manipulate people's memory. Uh, so, I'm interested in that. Like, where the cat ran off, what it is, the power system, other kings. I like the... It feels like... It feels like Don Machi took this idea and then just did it better. And Don Machi is also, like, high-tier trash at times. <laughs> and... The second or third season was a like plot absolute mess. It was an absolute mess, but it had the same like you had your leader king type person, and they had the family below them that they watched mm-hmm. out for, and they didn't share powers necessarily, other than like teaching them how to do the thing that the deity would do. But it was a similar. But it was a similar hierarchy and stuff like that, and so I th- going into it, I, th- I thought that's was kind of expecting, and they. They, t- they touch on it. They're like, yeah, we're a family, but just not enough. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But the. Yeah, the- for me, I don't know. I don't know what it was that like really drew me to this back then and why I have like such fond memories of it. I just remember like at the time really liking it. And I don't know if like it's just a. Our obviously our tastes change as we grow older. Oh, yeah. And we ingest other forms of media or stories or whatever. But this one just stuck with me for some reason. And on the second watch through, I definitely noticed some of those gaps. Some of those things that didn't hold up. Some of those things where I'm like, man, I remember this being a little bit cooler. But it didn't hit the same. But also, I'm not going to lie, I still enjoyed it. Sure. I still... I I get what you're saying where it was like mid, they could have been expanded on more, but I liked the music. I liked not all of the characters by any means, but there were a few characters that I did really like. Like I liked Yata. I liked, uh, God, I cannot remember his name, but the dude that left the red clan to join the blues. I liked him. He's evil. That's why I liked him. I know, but I, you know, I like some evil ass shit. No, no, no. There's evil, and then there's like, <laughs> and ringingly evil. Yes, I like all the evil. I like villains. I don't know. Give there's, me them evil boys. There's some Marvel the villains that have more depth. Ultron had more depth, like MCU. Okay, I was gonna say MCU. Do not even. No, no, no. No, they they did they did Ultron dirty in they that fucking movie. Him. In the MCU. Because he's my comic favorite Comic book Ultron is oh, yeah. so fucking cool. Same with comic book Thanos. MCU fucking dropped the bag on Thanos so goddamn hard. And they even had a moment where they alluded to it in uh, Avengers 1 where Corvus Glaive approaches Thanos and he's like, Oh, Thanos, my Titan King. Uh, we can't fight the Avengers. To fight the Avengers is to court death. And then yeah. Thanos turns around and gives that right? smile. I was like, damn, they're going to fucking they're doing go it. for it? They're doing it. And then it. they fucking didn't. Nope. Fuck no, they so, didn't. Cowards. Context. Infinity Gauntlet in the comics. Thanos, his whole thing, he wants to date Lady Death. Like, he wants 
to be with her. And so he gets the Infinity Gauntlet to wipe out half of the life in the universe because he thinks it'll impress her. He thinks all of the death will impress her. So when they say to fight the Avengers is to court death and he smiles, yeah. it's like that little nod to like, that's that shit I want to do anyway. And then they just don't do it. Why? Why even set that up? Yeah, I was in the, I think I'm, I was in the I'm only the person. tangent, angry <laughs> rant thing again. I, I think I was the only person in the theaters when that popped off in the, the after credits scene. I just went, oh, no way. And then Man. everyone else there was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was losing my mind. Yeah. I was absolutely losing it. But that rant aside, are we, are we just going to keep me ranting about comic book characters in these episodes? Probably. <sighs> bring back flash thompson he was the best venom in my uh, so spider-man fun fact <laughs> joe manganello in the toby Maguire spider-man oh he that was he was the bully in high school that was him that was joe manganello i need to work out uh, dude, same <laughs> jesus because that's night and day yeah good for him uh I think isn't he spearheading like a Dragonlance s- series or movie or some shit? I'm I'm here for that. I grew up with Dragonlance, even though it was I'm Mormon propaganda. Uh, other than that bit, but back to K. So funny thing about my episode assignment, I kind of meant to stop it at five <laughs> to leave it at the cliff because I thought episode six was when he finds the bloody clothes in his locker. And oh. I was like, man, that'll be a cool cliffhanger to just fucking end it on. Like, a, oh, I didn't commit this crime. I didn't kill anybody. And then goes to his locker and finds his own clothes with blood all over him. I was like, ooh, that's going to be a hook. They might not like it up until this point, but that part will sink its teeth in. And apparently it did not for Nick. Nick didn't give a shit. I, I'm pretty sure he did it. I just <laughs> not all that interested in why or how. <laughs> So I'd be curious, Nick, uh, what, what is your prediction on if he did it? Like what's, what's your description or your guess? Uh, what they're trying to actually set up here. I guess it's probably going to end up being something along the lines of his powers allow him to separate into multiple different personalities so he can snap back and forth between the two of them. Um, and allows him to alter jump between the two selves, I guess. At least that's my best guess for why he has this one self that has no memory of this and but it and has this made made up background that we saw. And then the other side of it is obviously he did it based on everything the show's showing us thus far. At least that's my best guess. Okay. Okay. I was just curious as to your as to your inclinations for what's going on. So I'm going to ask the question because we ask it every episode about every show, and I feel like we have to. Do you think you will continue? Not unless you assign it again. <laughs> I, I I think this is an easy drop for me. <laughs> okay. I'd finish it, but it goes to the pile, you know, of the backlog, hence why we're here, and it goes to the bottom, probably... They had something, obviously, because they made more, but they'd do that for One Piece and not in Baruto, so I, quality doesn't mean necessarily anything. Sorry, One Piece. I, the art, art style is unforgivable these days. This It's terrible. 
Yeah, I, I refuse to watch One Piece, but we all know that. I love world building, and it sounds like it's tight as shit. But god damn, there's too many noses running, too much crying, giant, stupid, gigantic faces, and everyone's like long and strange. <laughs> yeah, God, I hate it. Like, not counting the stretchy boy, because that's his thing. But everyone else is like, got like all kinds of neck. Just so much fucking neck. And anywho. Well, they've been rocking that OG art style and it's never changed it, right? Yeah. That's a mistake. It's it's Which, gotten better, like better animated. Quality. And like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cleaner. But it, they still have like kept true to the same, the original art style. It's so, so off-putting. Also something I we ask every episode, what's what's your guys' rating of K? Shit on my nostalgia. Well, Dan, you go first. I think you're going to have the higher score. <laughs> 5.0, I'd say. I, I gave Domestic Girlfriend a 5.1, remember? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, five five zero. Oh, I think it's squarely the middest mid thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> okay. Like it's not. It's inoffensive in its midness. In in uh at least in the six episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll stick with that. Five point zero. Nick. All right. I'm going four point five, which is <laughs> like right at where I had domestic girlfriend as well. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's it's obviously not tr- as trashy, not as toxic, but man, uh, these episodes were a slog to get through, and I just was not excited at all about continuing. Uh, it's too bad because I think they had a cool concept here, but for sure, man, between some of the like the in- English that you heard in like that start of episode oh, one, it's uh. Just all the weird things going on that they don't really explain, and all this cool world building stuff that they're hinting at, but they don't really get to in six episodes. Like, you got to give me something to kind of hook me, and it just never happened. I will strive to only assign shows I've watched within the last five years <laughs> from now, <laughs> or at least give them a check for a few episodes before. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just t- give a revisit and then be like, "Oh no, this is much worse than I remember." Yeah, like I know growing up, I thought Beetleborgs was the best show on TV, but these days, I don't know about best, but it's better than Domestic Girlfriend. Well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of titties. <laughs> I don't remember Beetleborgs having no boobies. Oh, I thought you were about to say there's a lot of titties in Beetleborgs. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck show was I watching on Saturday morning? <laughs> Uh, so Marcus, to flip it back on you, uh, what was your nostalgia glasses rating versus what you thought on the second rewatch Ooh. here? That's a good one. I like that. Nostalgia glasses probably would have put this at a seven five for me. Yeah. Like back in the day, I don't know what it was. Like there was just something about it that I really, really liked. And I think it was kind of that potential thing that Dan kind of mentioned where it was like, the bits are there and kind of like what you mentioned, Nick, with like the world building kind of being there. And it was like this world I wanted to live in, not live in, but I wanted to like explore more of and like the whole sort of Damocles thing, everything going on with the Kings. And like, I wanted to meet the other Kings. I wanted to see these other people's powers. I also distinctly remember there being more fights, but there just weren't this time. So I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's in the latter half of the season. That I'm remembering, or maybe 
it's kind of one of those things where it's like the first bit sucks, then it finds its stride and then gets good. Maybe that's what I'm remembering. I don't yeah. know. But something back then really gripped me about this to the point that I was recommending it to people frequently. Um, this time around, that could change because I plan on finishing it just to see my own curiosity. This time around, I'd probably go 5, 5, 6. I don't think it was bad by any means, but I don't think this second time around for me, it was good. There was some bits that I still liked. Like I liked the music in the episodes. There were some, there were, if there are moments in an anime where if a scene stops and I get pulled out of the scene because I'm focused on the music, that's good music use to me when I'm like, Oh damn. Okay. That's some good music. Sure. That'll grip me. And it still did that a couple times this watch around, but I also do see some of the goofy parts of it. So yeah, I'd say this time around five, five, six, I rate it higher than domestic girlfriend though. <laughs> Cause I'm not fucking wild. But <sighs> y'all do. <laughs> but also domestic girlfriend gets a higher rating just for the OP. That OP is so goddamn good. Oh, it goes so hard. I'm still mad about it. Yeah. That show did not deserve such a good opening. But yeah, right, what? I don't even remember this intro. I know I watched it. It's not very good. It's it's for it's a for very forgettable mid intro. So, if you want to look it up, feel free. But you're not missing anything. I'll take your word for it. But otherwise, yeah, uh, I will say what I have in mind for my next assignment is, to me, a banger. And not a nostalgia banger. A banger. I already watched it in the last five years? Yes. <laughs> and I already know what episode I'm ending on because it ends after a two-parter. And it's, it's going to be a banger. It's not going to be K. It's going to be better than Domestic Girlfriend. Good. I'm looking forward to it. That's the bar I got to meet now is just recommend stuff better than. Okay. <laughs> actually, here's the thing. How would you, did you guys like Megalobox better than this? How are my recommendations so far? Oh, I liked Megalobox so much more oh, yeah. than this. That's not even close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Megalobox, right. it, Megalobox was perfectly good. It's just, it just didn't <laughs> commit. It as long co as I'm not on a train of recommending shit, that's all I want. Yeah. No, you're, I'm I'm worried about traumatizing Nick on my recommendations. Fair enough. <laughs> but all right. Uh I guess that's a good place to call it. <laughs> Nobody really liked it. <laughs> I have a lot of nostalgia. And listeners out there, judge for yourself and tell me what you think if you also fucking hated it too. But until then, we will see you guys next time. See you next Wednesday. Right. See you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anime Backlog. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode more than we all enjoyed watching K. If you want to follow along with Dan, Marcus, and Nick, next week for episode 7, the assignment is for Marcus and Nick to watch 11 episodes of the Anime 86. If you enjoy the show and wish to support us, please leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the show or spread the word about us to your friends or on social media. We really appreciate any help you can give us in helping the podcast to grow. You can follow the show on Twitter or Instagram at The Anime Backlog, 
Or, if you wish to follow us individually, you can find us all on Twitter. Dan at Avarice77, Nick at Nick Sparts, and Marcus at MarcusRVO. And as always, we look forward to seeing you all next Wednesday. Take care. Thank you.